Welcome to the Life Church family. We're so grateful to have this opportunity to join together online or however you're listening. No matter where you are in your spiritual journey, I just want to take a moment and let you know you are welcome at Life Church. So whether or not you believe what we believe really does not matter to what I believe that God is going to encourage your heart with today anyway. So welcome along. Come along for the journey. Let's, let's just open up our hearts and open up our minds and let's just see if God doesn't have something for you today. Today, I want to start a brand new series. I'm fired up about today to be able to share with you a series that I'm called Get It Back. I was debating having it get and then having an underline with a fill in the blank. Get, you fill in the blank back. Because we're in a season where everyone around the globe is wondering about getting some stuff back. We feel like we've lost all kinds of stuff. And I want to share with you four key elements that God wants you to get back. Now, I know there's all kinds of stuff that we feel like, some of us more than others, that feel like we've lost. But I want to tell you, there are key elements. There are four things that you got to get back in order to get all that other stuff back. And so today I want to take us on a journey with the first key element. What do I need to get back first and foremost? We're going to learn it from a guy by the name of David. David had 600 men and he had been on the run. David was this uh, soon to be king. But what he was doing is he was, he was learning from the current king. And he was his armor bearer. But how many of you know things don't always turn out the way they want, that we want them to? Things did not turn out the way David wanted them to. So the guy that was supposed to be training David was trying to assassinate David, was trying to take David out. David's on the run, and the only, where, only place that David could find a place of solace, a place of safety, was to go into the enemy's camp. And so David went among God's enemies, and then Saul, the current king, stopped chasing him because he was just hiding out among there. Well, God's enemies gave him a, a city by the name of Ziklag. And David was going out, doing some raids, and things were going well. He's earning favor with God's enemies. And God's enemies were going to go out to war. Now, check this out. They were going to go out to war, and then David was going with them. And they, they all remembered, you know what? I don't know. David could turn on us in the midst of the battle, because we're going to go to war against God's people. And if he turned on us in the midst of the battle, he would win maybe the favor of that King Saul. So now you got to go back. Check out this story where we're going to learn the first thing that we need to get back. First Samuel chapter 30, verse one says this. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into the Negev and Ziklag. They had crushed Ziklag and burned it to the ground. They had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could weep no more. Some of you relate to that. You've wept until you can weep no more. I want to tell you, those of you who have felt like you've already wept until you can weep no more, hold on. God has a word for you today. Don't change the channel. Don't turn off this wherever you're listening to. God has a word of hope for you today. David and his men wept until they could weep no more. And then it says David's two wives, which by the way, lesson number one, one is good enough. 
Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those captured. David was now in great danger, look at this, because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. Look at, here's a story where everybody had lost something. Everyone. That's just like you and I. This isn't just our church. This is all the church. This isn't just our city or our region. It's not even just our nation. Nations around the globe. We're all in this together. That's what this story's about. They were all in it together. They had all experienced loss together. And then we discover what God wanted them first to get back. Let's learn from them. Let's learn from this story because we're, they were all in it together. We're all in it together. They wept, felt they could not, they could not weep no more. All right, so let's learn. Let's follow along some more. It says then, um, they, they began to talk of stoning him, not recreationally. Then it says, but David found strength. Look at that. David found strength. The first it that God wants to get it back to you, the first it is this, your strength. Get your strength back. Well, I want to get my marriage back. You can't get your marriage back if you don't get your strength back. I want to get my kids back. You can't get your kids back until you get your strength back. I want to get my job back. You can't get your job back until you get your strength back. The first it that we've got to get back is we need to get our strength back. David found strength in the Lord, his God. Look at this. Then he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought it. Then David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, go after them. Here's your promise. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. Oh my, did you hear that? You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. I'm getting it back. I want you to make that declaration wherever you are. In your car, in your living room, in your kitchen, wherever you are, say this with me. I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. Doesn't it feel good just to make that declaration? I'm getting it back. Now down to verse 18, look at this. David got back everything the Amalekites had taken. And he rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, small or great, son or daughter, nor anything else that had been taken. David brought everything back. Wow. That's some good news. And God wants you to believe it. He's going to bring everything back to you. But let's talk about this today. Here's a few truths I want you to know about your strength. And then I want to give you two ways to get your strength back. First thing that we realize in the story, and we're all realizing because we're in this together right now, is our strength can be taken. We feel weak. No one is immune to it. No one is immune to having their strength taken. I don't know what it is that makes you feel weak. But everyone has a kryptonite 
that weakens them and brings them to their knees. For some of you, it's financial issues. That brings you to your knees. For others of you, it's your health. If for others of you, it might be your marriage or your children or your relationships. Everybody has something that when trouble strikes, when, when things happen in our life that we're not wanting to happen, it brings us to our knees and we realize, man, my, my strength was just taken. I was, a while back, was, was walking up a mountain road. I was just getting some fresh air and getting some exercise in. And I look up and I see a, a truck turned sideways. And whoever owned it was gone because it, it was stuck. It, it, the front tires were over into the ditch. The truck was sideways in the road. And obviously, they couldn't get, there, get out. And so they left their truck there. And as I was walking by it, going up, the road, I noticed a sticker on the back window and it said, God is watching over you. And I thought, how appropriate is that? That it obviously was a believer who experienced getting stuck. Whether we're Christ followers or right now you're still investigating the claims of Jesus, we're all, we're all, we all have the ability to have our strength taken. And as I'm hiking up that mountain road, I feel weaker and weaker the farther I go. I feel like, man, my strength is leaving me. But then I remember this. The weaker I feel, even while I'm hiking, ultimately the stronger I'm becoming. And even though it feels like my strength is leaving, I'm getting stronger. So the next time I face this same mountain, I'm gonna face it with a greater strength. I'm gonna be able to climb it faster. I'm gonna be able to overcome stuff quicker. And I don't know what you're facing right now and you feel like your strength has been taken from you. I need you to know your stamina and your strength is increasing. That the next time you face a battle like this, you're going to be able to face it with greater strength. You're, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to overcome stuff a little bit quicker next time around. Because even though the devil is pushed against you, what he didn't realize was going to come back is that you were going to be a little bit stronger the next time around. I'm getting my strength Back. Why don't you say that again with me right now? I'm getting my strength back. I absolutely believe it. You know, there are times when we feel weak, we feel like, man, I'm all alone. Like I'm in a stay at home order and I'm not married or I'm single and man, I'm really alone. And in times like that, things get magnified. Sometimes our loneliness gets magnified. Sometimes our relational tension gets magnified. My wife and I, the other, the other day, were, were having what we call quarantine quarrels. <laughs> we, we were having intense fellowship, so to speak. And in our quarantine quarrel, I finally, I was frustrated. And, and I just said, all right, babe, we just obviously, we need to get some help on this issue. And my wife just, she was relentless in a good way. She's like, listen, we've got each other right now. In other words, what she was saying is, is we can help each other. Now, we're not against getting help. We've gotten help. And get help when you need to. But sometimes, we need to learn how to get out of holes that we dug for ourselves. Sometimes, we need to learn the art of laying hands on our own head. When we feel all alone, we gotta learn how to touch the presence of God. And I'm here to tell you, even though your and my strength can be taken and we can feel weak at times, we can get our strength back. 
Another thing I see in the story about strength is that strength is contagious. Your strength is contagious. Look at this story. David, his men were talking about killing him. They were like, we're done with you, David. We're, we're gonna, they, were, they were having conversations among themselves. We're not talking about impeaching somebody. They were talking about, man, we're going we're to stone David and not recreationally. And this is what it says in just a couple of verses later, right after it says that David found strength in the Lord. Look at this. David and his 600 men set out. What? What happened? What happened between the conversations of trying to take David out and now everyone's with David willing to risk their lives and go to war to rescue and get everything back? What happened? David found his strength. Just you finding your strength is gonna help hundreds of other people find theirs. You have no idea the contagion of strength. And when you find yours and you rise up and you say, I am not gonna let everything be stolen from me without fighting to get it back. When you find your strength, you'll be amazed at how many other people begin to go, ah, I can, you found your strength, I can find mine too. And people begin to rise up and they find their strength just because you found yours. This city that David and his men came back to and found it destroyed and burned and everything taken from them was the city called Ziklag. And the name means this, measure pressed down. Now, I'm not much of a cook, but I like to make chocolate chip cookies. And I wanna make sure that I get all the brown sugar into my chocolate chip cookies. So I take that three quarter cup and I press down the, the brown sugar in my three quarter cup. I press it down. I, I push, it, push it as much brown sugar I can get in it. And then I take the backside of a knife and I just scoot right across and I make sure I got all the brown sugar that's supposed to go in my chocolate chip cookies. Measure, press down. That's what the name Ziklag means. David and his men at Ziklag felt, all of them together, felt this pressure come upon them which is what many of us feel like right now. We feel this massive pressure around the world, just pressure pressing us down. But what David didn't realize and what you and I might not realize is that it was in the moment of Ziklag, the moment of press down, this was the transition point. This is where everything transitioned for David and his men. Ziklag was where David, if he could rule himself here, he would become a ruler. If David could win here, he becomes a winner. If David can get through this ziklag, he will come out the other side a different man. It was at ziklag that David got the news that the king, King Saul, that was attempting to kill him, died. It was the transition point. Ziklag was the place of transition where David went from being on the run to becoming a ruler and becoming king. Whew. What is it that you and I are under right now that God is doing in us? What is the pearl that is being created in you and I right now? Come on, listen in. What is the pearl in you and I 
that is being fashioned and formed in us right now, that God is going to transition in the near future, and all of a sudden a transition is going to happen in your life, and you're not going to just be running from stuff. You're going to be running to stuff. You're not going to be just 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 hi- hiding out and wondering when this is going to pass. You're going to be able to get some stuff back. It's at this place where truth becomes yours. If you and I, through the measure pressed down, through the ziklag, can discover God is faithful. I love growing, being in church for decades now and hearing from the older saints when they would say, the Lord is faithful. God is faithful. There's something about living 70, 80, 90 years. And I listen to these, these saints and they say, God is faithful. And they've never changed their tone. They've never changed the truth because somewhere in their life, they went through a measure pressed down and they got a truth at their ziklag that they learned that God can be trusted. God is faithful and everything else that they face, every mountain they begin to climb, they realize, you know what? It's just another mountain. It's just another press down. But the truth that I got the first ziklag I ever experienced and had to endure, I learned that God is faithful and now no demon, no situation, no trial, no setback, no mountain is going to take the truth from me that God is faithful. So throughout the rest of their journey, throughout the rest of their days, they just keep saying, God is faithful. And he is, church. He is faithful. David had a choice to make. David had a choice right here. Am I going to let my my strength be contagious? And am I going to get back what God has for me? Let's learn from him, how did he do it? How did David get his strength back? Two ways that David got his strength back that you and I can get our strength back. And the first is this, choose your source. It's said in the Bible that David found his strength in the Lord his God. If you and I are gonna find our strength, we gotta choose our source. I don't know about you, but man, I've been going on, the news daily and multiple times through the day. And I'm looking, I'm going, man, if they, they got a vaccine they think is going to work yet, they got some sort of medicine that's going to help, and looking at the, 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 the cases that are being updated every day and the fatality rates every day and the death rate, and I'm looking at all that stuff and I'm realizing, man, if I, if I don't choose the right source, I'm never going to find my strength. Some of us, we've looked at all the wrong sources. We we look at whether people like us or not. We look at our bank accounts, whether they're, they're looking the way we want them to or not, or our retirement. Or we, we look at circumstantial stuff, and we go, I, I try to find strength from that. No, if, if, if I'm going to get my strength back, then i got to choose the right source. i got to choose the source. And I want to tell you the right source is the source that David found, and that is in the Lord his God. Let's just remind ourselves for a moment, who is he? He's almighty God. That means he has all might. In fact, one of the ways that the Bible describes him is this, the all-sufficient one. That means he's, he's sufficient in and of himself. He doesn't need anything to be God. He doesn't need my praise. He doesn't need my preaching. He doesn't need, he doesn't need anything from anybody in order to be sufficient in and of himself. That's amazing to me. He's the all-sufficient one. 
And you know what's so cool? Is that this all-sufficient one is all-sufficient. He has everything, not only to be God, but he has everything you and I need to be human. He has everything you and I need to go through Ziklag's. He has everything you and I need in order to get our strength back. I love how the Bible talks about the reality that we get weak and that there is a source of strength. It says this in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 29. It says, he gives strength to the weary. Do you feel like your strength is gone? Do you feel like David where I've wept until I can weep no more. David and his men, we're all in this together. Well, I got good news for you. The Bible says he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Wow. So here's a truth I want you to know. Strength doesn't come from changed circumstances. It comes from an unchanging God. He's all sufficient. He's everything you need. He's everything I need. There's another truth I wanna share with you. And it may be the most important thing you hear in this. And it's this. If I'm gonna get my strength back, I gotta do what David did. And look at what he did here in verse eight. David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Okay, if you and I are gonna get our strength back, we gotta learn to ask the right questions. I gotta ask the right question. You say, well, what's the right question? Let me tell you what, the, what isn't the right question. Here's the wrong question. And I've been, been asking it and I'm realizing when I ask the wrong question, I don't get my strength back. Here's the wrong question. When will this be over? Here's the wrong question. Is my marriage gonna make it? Here's the wrong question. Am I gonna get my job back? The wrong question. Is my business gonna make it? They're all good, they're fine questions. I'm not saying you you can't ask them. They're just not questions that get your strength back. The question to get your strength back needs to be the question that David asked. And when he asked, should I chase after this band of raiders, Basically, what David was asking is this. Should I try? Should I try? And the Lord's answer is this. Yes, you should try. So when you're wondering, is my marriage gonna get better? Am I gonna get out of this loneliness? Is, 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 am I gonna have a restored relationship with my kids? The first question is, should I try? Yes. Try in order to get it back, you've got to try. You can't throw in the towel. You can't just like, well, I just, maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and there'll be something different that happens without me doing anything. The question is, should I try? Yes, you should, you should try. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. This is not 
the end of your story. Please listen in. This is not where your story ends. Don't you dare give up now. This is just a press down. This is just a a measure press down. This is just a zigzag. And I don't mean to say just. I realize it is serious and we feel the pressure and it feels like everything's gone. But I'm here to tell you, we got to learn from David. We got to learn from David's men. We've got to ask the right question. Should I try? God, should I? And God's answer is this, and it's this all the time. Yes, you should try. Go for it. Don't you give up. And here's why. Look at this. I love this verse out of 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. But you belong to God. Isn't that good? You belong to God, my dear children. You've already won. I don't feel like I've already won. I don't, it doesn't feel like I've already won. Well, you've already won a victory. You've already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Wow. I can try. You can try because God's spirit is available to live in me. If you've given your life to Jesus, he lives in you. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And because of that, I can get it back. And the first it that I need to get back is I've got to get my strength back. I am not gonna just give it all over. I'm not gonna give all my strength out because of circumstances. I'm gonna get my strength back. This is the first key element of four elements that I wanna share with you over these next several weeks. But I've got, we've got to get our strength back. In order to do that, I gotta choose my source, and that's God Almighty, the all-sufficient one. And then I've gotta ask the right questions. Stop asking the wrong ones. And maybe the first thing that I should try, maybe I should try just giving this up to God, casting my cares upon the Lord, knowing that he cares for me. And maybe you've never done that. Maybe you're listening in right now and you're like, Bob, I don't, I don't even know if I have a relationship with this Jesus or I'm pretty sure that I don't. You can. You can start like all of us started and that is just admitting, I'm a sinner. Jesus, you're a savior. I would love to start a relationship with you. And if that's you, I wanna pray with you right where you are. And it's very simply this. Just pray along with me. It's, it's Jesus, will you forgive me of all my sins? I want you to come into my heart. I want to be what the Bible says is born again. Fill me today with your Holy Spirit so that I can live for you all the days of my life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so very much for praying that prayer with me today. I believe today is the first day of a brand new beginning for you. This is how you can begin to get it back is by starting with a relationship with the Lord. And if you've already had a relationship with God, remember, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We are getting it back. I'm getting my strength back. Why don't you just make that declaration, all of us together, one more time. I'm getting my strength back. You ready? I'm getting my strength back. Come on, it's a brand new day. Let's, we're in this together. We can be like David and his men and we're gonna get it all back. Pay attention to this on how you can take your next steps if you just gave your life to the Lord. God bless you.